Hey, Josh. Hey, Nate. How are you doing this week? I'm a little under the weather. All of my family is sick, and I am sick too. And uh, I'm just eating lots of chocolate. It makes me feel better. Mm. Is that is that actually going to heal you? <laughs> Probably not, but it will at least like you know make me feel a little better. That's fun. Hey, it's whatever whatever it takes, right? <laughs> Something like that. How are you? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. I've had a bit of a scatterbrained morning. One of those ones where like, I, yeah, I didn't have any one particular thing I was working on. So it allowed, it had me go in like 50 different directions. So I'm nowhere, (laughs) I've gotten nowhere, but at the same time, (laughs) like have gotten a lot of ideas down or elaborated on a lot of threads. So you did the brainstorming session. Sure. I'll call it that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I I know exactly what you mean. I had a bit of that this morning too. You just like, you feel like you got nothing done, but really like your brain is just sorting through things and figuring out where things belong, I think. Yeah. I feel like I operate in two modes, like a expansion mode or a contraction mode. And this was definitely an expansion mode. So I've like created more threads that I at some point need to rein in and categorize and kind of contract down to like a plan and an order of operations or really where they sit in a priority list or what buckets they're going in for me to ignore and come back to later, that type of thing. Yeah. And then you just jump over into execution mode and just execute, execute, execute. Yep. Something like that. Cool. Cool. Uh, today, I think uh, we discussed earlier about a topic and I think it goes really well into uh I don't know what episode number. I don't have our numbers offhand, but our not the last one with Ryan, but the one previous to that where we talked about SEO uh, mm. for startups and for early bootstrap kind of indie founders. Um, plus, we talked about product sonar. Uh, so I think this hits on a bunch of topics. Um, you know, we one of the areas when we talked about SEO was getting on listing sites and review sites and things like that. Um, I also know it's very contextual to you as well in kind of the product sonar headspace of looking at, you know, comparisons and product marketing, that type of thing. So today, uh, software review sites and how we feel about them. <laughs> uh, I have a history of them and a lot of comments, but um, that that's our topic for today. Yeah, I feel like that's a deep well. I can't wait to dive in. Yeah. So where do you want to start today with it? Well, maybe we could just like talk a little bit about what they are, um, you know, some popular review sites and that sort of thing. Uh, what are, what's your favorites? Favorites is a bad word with this, but <laughs> the, the ones I that kind of uh, I feel like have my headspace in this are two, uh, which are Captera and G2. Mm. Um, G2 used to be yeah. G2 Crowd, and now it's just G2.com. Um both of these are fairly large companies. And if you're in any sort of uh, SEO and looking for high intent keywords, uh, especially with B2B software, I think you it's hard not to run into one of these two uh, search giants, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're like, they're huge. Like if you're on a review site, those are the ones to be on. Um, I think kind of like to to show an opposite is kind of like the there's the alternative to sites, which sometimes you might think of them as review sites because they have sometimes will have a little review section. Um, 
but they're they're kind of different than what we're talking about like what we're talking about is more like they have like listings of software you know pros and cons um and then like giant comment sections and um, lots of feedback and stuff like that going on there well how do you view that differently than g2 and captera well i think i look at those alternative two sites they're really they really seem like a lightweight like link library um they don't seem to have as much of the back and forth that like between customers and product people that G2 and Captera have. They also don't seem to have as much of the the paid side of it, you know, with G2 and Captera, and I think we'll get into that later probably is um, you can really change your rankings around and stuff just by paying them lots of money. So are you you're specifically talking about literally the the site alternative.2? Or something like that. Alternative.2. And there's many others like that, like like Stack Share is kind of the same, or um, yeah, there's a lot of knockoffs. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess as I've seen them, and maybe I think where this probably starts to divide how people see these is like I always see Captera and G2 on those same alternative page rankings as well, in addition to the verses, right? Because the big thing that all of these have in common is. One, oh, well, we do know G2 and Captera do have reviews. So people are submitting reviews directly to them, like customers of those softwares potentially. But the other ones are oftentimes the big, the big other checkbox that all of them, that whether they do reviews or not, is it's all user-generated content for the most part, right? They're mm-hmm. either scraping your site for information or... And also kind of doing a whole, hey, do you want to claim your profile? Like, <laughs> uh, we'll get a lot of those. Um, or or they're having you go ahead and edit the profile because like we talked about on the SEO edition of our, of our podcast where we were talking about being in the conversation and being in all those rankings. So you're going where people are searching for that software, but they get the added benefit of they don't even have to do the work because they, they make you fill out your own profile because you want to represent yourself. You want to check the boxes of what software categories you're in and all of that. So that UGCB model is like super strong in here. So they don't really need a large like content team per se. And if anything, they're just mixing and matching from an algorithm standpoint, like putting all the keywords and all the text that gets generated by the companies themselves. It's sort of genius. They they are in a win-win situation, like even for SEO too, like to rank for um, like a specific category, like, you know, if you're buying accounting software or something like that, they're able to rank pretty well because they have so many pages that have all those keywords tuned in from each of those companies, right? So they'll often even outrank uh, any other competitor in that, in that category, just because they've got so many of the keywords in there. Right, right. Just a little asterisk here. The only thing they can't outrank for is your own brand. And that's where we kind of went back to saying, you know, one of the initial things was like, make sure you're ranking for your own name (laughs) type of thing. Because, and I'll get into it. I have a list of like hacks to get around some of these sites. And that's that Mm -hmm. later. But um, but something that people seldom don't don't do. But even the verses or alternatives, like you can post... Like I can post a referral rock alternatives page mm. and rank number one because I'm referral rock and then kind of taking away some of the thunder of the Capterra's G2's alternative sites, all these other ones that are 
basically algorithmically through software going for all this low hanging fruit. Yeah, yeah, totally. I think maybe what would be interesting to note too, like for people who haven't seen Captera or G2, um, they've probably seen something like CNET, which is like mm -hmm. consumer consumer level um, type review site. Um, we're talking about kind of like a version of that for software. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. CNET, yeah, definitely CNET. That's an old one <laughs> in terms <laughs> of that type of thing. But I have, what's strange, one of the ones that I have seen cropped up this morning, I was doing a little bit of, searching just to see who else was doing it. And one, again, from that day and age of earlier internet was SourceForge, right? Um, oh, yeah. So uh, I've seen, seen them, them pop time. up. Yeah, I've seen them pop up for like some SaaS terms or and I've gotten emails from them saying, claim your referral rock profile on SourceForge. I'm like, why? Well, it's not like downloadable software. And that was the CNET day, right? Or download.com, I think used to have mm -hmm. one too. Or is that maybe that CNET bought? I think C CNET was really big on the downloads. They've, they've mm -hmm. since kind of changed a bit to, to be able to offer like just hardware products and stuff like that too. But yeah, huh? Crazy. Cool. So, um, yeah, so that, that I think that kind of blankets the whole piece of it and 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 definitely you know their model the, so the big ones like the, the model for captera and g2 is is mostly on a pay per lead well i think captera is pay per lead so we do mm. use captera we pay them and i hate it <laughs> uh, <laughs> i mean because we're competing with them with serps right we're competing them for software terms that like like why why are you why are you in here? I get it from the consumer level they're providing a list, but the reality is they're not like really doing anything. They're not actually reviewing any of them or what they're doing is aggregating information and saying uh they have their own auction bidding, like I have to bid on to a position in those in their mm. keyword ranking for like referral software. And it's expensive. It it like yeah. really gets up there. Yeah, that's so true. And like you're giving them money and then they're going to go place Google ads against your SERPs. And it's like, yeah, oh. you're, you're, you're feeding their beast. <laughs> it's vicious. Uh, it's like you can't win. Yeah. But I think like, I don't think there's any denying though, like they do provide quite a significant number of leads. Um, and like the quality I know on some of them is fairly good. I don't know. What's your experience been with that? Uh, it's actually challenging to attribute. Uh, their their real sources because you know buyers click around in all sorts of ways so I don't know how many people are actually first discovering referral rock on that list it's very muddy and I think it's purposely muddy like you don't mm. really know what people are doing there's no true perfect attribution way of of tracking all of this stuff um, so you can get very quality leads but at the same time, like, I don't know if I would have gotten that lead anyway. Like someone just typed in reviews for referral rock or whatever after they were already on my site. Then if I'm in the pay model of Captera, they go view my profile. They, that end user clicks that link. I have to pay for the click. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I could see how that'd be so frustrating, especially if there's someone who's already looked at your site and then they go over to Captera and then they click on you again and you're like, Gah. right. Like. But I know the like a place I used to work at. Um, they did a large part of their inbound was uh, part of uh, was through Captera, um, and 
they like there is a strong correlation between how much they spent on Captera and how many customers they got or how many leads they got coming in that month. And I remember them saying it was pretty pretty good, at least compared to Google Ads and all those other pay-per-click type options. I, I guess it depends. Like I, I would look at it holistically on a business to business use case level because um like one I don't know how many how good the company you had before was good at SEO. So how much that was, if they were using that as their discovery model, then yeah, of course that moved the needle. If that's the only, if it's one of the primary ways that we mm. do that. And if, if they're also, if they're not very good at PPC, uh, they're also not, they don't have the time and wherewithal to, you know, use that correctly. Um, and, and I think that's essentially who these types of uh, companies like prey on, so to speak, because if they don't know about you, that is a discovery channel. So, so sure, if that's the only real channel to find people to find you, then okay. Um, and secondarily, like we talked about that that nasty loop of their placing ads. Like they they do a lot of PP, they do a lot of search ads. So they might get charged ten dollars per click, but then they get you into their list of referral software, and then that user is clicking like three or four links, maybe more. And mm. let's say they made the same amount, like $10 a click on there. They spent $10 and earned 40. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The math works out pretty good. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. but I, so I, I view that as like for the, for the lazy PPC, <laughs> so to speak, mm. or the people that didn't get their SEO quite running. So, you know, it can be a way to pay to play early on if you don't know how to do these things and to get in those conversations. Um, yeah, no, and that makes sense. Like, I think the the place where I did, where I used to work, they definitely weren't very focused on SEO, um, and they didn't have a lot of experience with pay per click. So, that's a, I think that's a pretty reasonable assumption. So the only, so the only argument against my, <laughs> my idea that I could think of is, you know, what they try to sell is the fact that hey, Captera is like an expert space, or G two is an expert space because they have analysts. They do these like quadrants and ratings and try to be like. So you have a badge on your site that's like, hey, I'm yeah. part of the I'm part of the summer of 2021 best blah, blah, blah software. Um, <laughs> but I actually I'm not sure because maybe I'm just biased, but I don't trust them even as an end user. I might look to it for ideas like if I'm searching, but the number of times like, for instance, I was searching for customer success software like this week and I was doing a little bit of research. And the number of sites I saw listed on there that I did not view as customer success software, like had like intercom on there. I'm like, no, that's not customer success software that I'm looking for. So it definitely mm -hmm. waters it down because they're in this weird spot where they obviously want people to be in as many categories as possible so they can get more money. But then they're also confusing the end user. So the end users that doesn't know any better they're clicking on more links <laughs> and it's like their incentives are not aligned to actually be like a good resource for, cause they don't whittle anything down. They're not going to tell anyone. No, they're not going to tell a company don't list mm. here because you don't actually belong in this category. They're going to say, yeah, I'll take your money. Yeah. I think there, there's probably some level of, it has to be reasonable. Um, I'm sure that they, they wouldn't let intercom be in the, you know, the zoo category or something like that. Um, but I think just to kind of break down a little bit of what you're saying there, like 
I think for the badge thing, um, I think badges on sites, I, I feel like that's like a little bit of magic in terms of how that works. Like, I feel like someone who doesn't really understand what Captera fully is, um, or G2, and they see a badge, I feel like that gives you a level up, even though it doesn't necessarily mean a whole lot. Um, and I think like for you and I, we're, we know how the mechanics work, but I don't think that everybody fully realizes that. No, I think you're right. I think there there is an element of that. And so this is where I, I think comes to maybe my list of like hacks that I do to try to not, not fully feed their model. Right. Like mm. there, it, it's an, and this is, I think what we talked about, this is there are a necessary evil. So you want to be in the conversation, but at the same time, like you want to not hit your wagon, like your, the other company you worked for that where they're solely dependent on that. So as more competitors come into the space, like, like the bids for our category are in the 20 or so dollars per click. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not even talking about converting and any of that other yeah, stuff. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, my, my bill last month was a $3,000 bill. Mm-hmm. because we hit the summer slow and I'm like, Hey, you know what? I'm just going to put some more money into this and just see if we can get some more leads out of it. But yeah, no, but I, re- I really share your, your thoughts around like just being cynical when you look through one of those sites and try to, you know, see the results you're getting. Cause like you said, like you're paying $20 to increase your position in the ranking. And it's like, like that's, that doesn't incentivize the the comp the review site to show good results to the user right that's really incentivizing just to you know crank out more more link clicks yeah um and yeah just like even seeing those some of those badges too like that i've i've looked into like some of those badges and like look at the other companies that are in the category and it's like you didn't get this badge because you're the best you got this badge because you paid the most money this this quarter or whatever Right. And it's like no, it's it's total junk. <laughs> well, so so here here's the hacks I do to get around. So one is don't use their badges on your site if the way they design. It. So maybe you did get a badge, that's great. Uh like take a screenshot or like clip it, get the image yourself and put the badge on because in every one of those embeds has a link back to them. And you are feeding their SEO to make them even stronger against you because you are a site that does like a reverse software. And if I am linking back to Captera, that's feeding their SEO beast. So do not link back to them. <laughs> um, yeah. That's one. Two is the reviews are great. Like if you can get people to a third party put a review and that's fine because I think if I put reviews on my own site, no one's going to trust them per se. And you do need a third party to sort of validate reviews. So again, what I d- have done to not send people to the review page, because once I found out like our salespeople used to send people to the review page, I was like, uh, so that was that whole loop where we found the customer and part of the sales process. They're like, oh yeah, and check out our reviews over here and sent them there. And then they clicked again. And now we paid for it. So what we now do, we have a page. Uh, and again, because Referral Rock can rank for anything Referral Rock, it would be, it is like Referral Rock Reviews. So if you look referral rock, up Referral Rock Reviews, we have a page of our reviews. And on a, maybe it's a quarterly basis, I will take a screenshot of all the reviews on Captera and just put it there as an image. <laughs> so people can read 
the data, get the benefit of that, but not have to click through. And again, if anyone's looking for referral rock reviews, I'm going to be number one. I'm going to give them review information from a third party, but I'm not pairing Captera. So nah, 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 nah. <laughs> you are, you're really going to war with them. That's uh, well, I, think I that's have a history. Cool. I, I have a bit of a history. Like, I mean, we, I've owned them and used them for, you know, like five years or so. Mm. Um, last tip. So is talking about SEO and authority, like you likely have, hopefully have better authority for this software topic than they do. Um, you to create your own listing site is very beneficial or a listing page. So you can compete with them for like mine is, you know, referral software. Um, mm -hmm. You'll see them in there, but you can also compete for them if you're smart about your own uh, kind of creating creating a listicle style page of software. You would know as you're studying of product marketers, uh, you're always doing comparisons and reviews. So I wouldn't. I would bet that almost every software entrepreneur has a spreadsheet of competitors with very intelligent information about positioning and about comparisons. Like, make a web page about that. You have the data. Mm -hmm. You have the research. You're probably much more of an expert than Captera was. And post that and feed links to it and put yourself as number one. But you can outrank them for those terms and mm -hmm. and and kind of, I would say, mute the effects of th these sites. So. Mm -hmm. hmm. Yeah, th those all make a lot of sense. Just basically, basically just trying to beat them at the SEO game, right? Um, and not feed them. Not feed them and kind of just compete with them. But, be, you know, it's like you can use their leads like I end up paying like a lower amount but I'm still in there um, we mm -hmm. do feed a lot of reviews there so we are if you go find us we're like highly reviewed we do send customers there to give us reviews because it is nice having a third-party review site um, that that can show us having you know five stars and you know 50 reviews so yeah well, that, that makes sense. And like, like you said, I think it's, it's a necessary evil because there is a certain type of customer that's going to go there. And so you do kind of have to pay something there, uh, at least, at least, to, at least to be present. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just a matter of like, how much are you willing to pay? And, you know, maybe, maybe if you're early on and you're, you don't really have your SEO stuff worked out, maybe you're not good at that. Um, and you just want to pay to get some leads. Like maybe that's what you do. I don't know. Right. Right. Um, so lastly, or also on this topic, so G2 is another one. So what, what I think is also important to think about is we're talking about Captera, but there are many like it in everyone's kind of software category. And Captera isn't the be all end all of every software category. They do happen to be the top one for my category, but G2 has almost zero for my category, but they have other categories that they're very strong at. So like, you know, you could, kind of switch out the language that of, of this whole conversation to be talking mostly about G2 instead. I think their model's a little different. They build intent data, but most of these do things like pay your customers to review your software there. But it's funny is I was on G2 and set up a profile and of course they're like, oh yeah, hey, great. Like send send your customers here. And I'm like, actually, no. There <laughs> you don't have any, like you don't have any authority in my in my uh in, in my category, why am I going to start feeding that authority 
And now I not only am I battling Captera on one front, now I'm going to have G2 as well. So I was like, nope, not adding another competitor because it'd be one thing if people were searching for me there and I wasn't being found, but no one was searching for us there. No one was searching for yeah. referral software there. So be careful. Um, pick who you you who your head on one is and kind of become a bit of frenemies over there and try to try to avoid uh, paying the piper and feeding them to get stronger against you. Yeah, and I think kind of like it sounds to me like what you're saying is just think about it as the the SEO game. Don't think about it as the you know lead generation game where they're the only deal in town. Um, because I think that's what a lot of people get sucked into, right? Like if you don't know um, that you could rank um, for certain terms or how to rank for them or whatever, um, then you might just get sucked into the way that they're talking to you, right? And um, you're like, oh, I have to pay. Well, okay, whatever. Um, Really, if we can get our search rankings better, or maybe we temporarily pay them for their search rankings, um, that that's a much better way to be thinking about it. Yeah, I like that. That's the key. The temporary part is like they can be necessary, but you don't have to. Don't hook your wagon to it. Um, look long term. Try to try to get out of that from a long term basis. It might be great to test like a new category or test like initial search or if you're really started and it's like i don't have time to build that seo but i want to want to feed mm -hmm. a little bit into here to to see how this how this goes but yeah just don't be like okay this is now my channel and it's now scalable because it's not and it's and they're 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 really not your friend yeah and i think you could probably do some comparisons what the like what the search pay-per-click would be in comparison to like captera or g2 or whatever um, like, is it, does it make more sense to just buy pay-per-click ads on the category search terms, um, rather than paying for Captera's clicks? I don't know. Yeah. I, I, yeah. And I mean, it might be, and that, again, that's probably that next level of if you have the expertise to do the PPC, because essentially in any of these other models, if you can write your own profile, which I hope you can write your own <laughs> business profile, put your logo on there, set your pricing, like all these very rudimentary stuff that pretty much is in parallel with your website. You're not worrying about copy as much, just short descriptions. And if you can do that and you have a credit card, you can be on Captera and, 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 uh, you know, G2, but the next level is really thinking about, you know, copywriting and like writing short copy, like going to a landing page, trying to optimize all those pieces. Um, and, like learning PPC is a definitely like a level up from that. So, and it's like managing bids and all these other things. So I think a lot of people just, again, it's for the, the PPC lazy. Um, they probably can get a lot better uh, dollar value out of kind of running some PPC themselves for the same amount of spend they would on one of these uh, like review and aggregation sites. Yeah. Well, Cool. Did you have any other uh, thoughts before you round up? Uh, one other one. So I know I mentioned like these two models. One of the ones that isn't talked about and kind of goes a little more tangentially out towards other review sites is the end is the review sites that the business pays for, but they're not listing sites. So this is like Trustpilot. If you've seen Trustpilot, mm. Trust Radius. So a lot of them are complete competing in in the search rankings for these other sites for from the g2s and capteras but mm -hmm. um 
their whole shtick is more about quality of reviews. Uh, and it's interesting because you pay for the platform there to have an independent review. Um, and what's funny is we tried to spin one of these up this summer and we were sending our customers there to review us over there instead. Mm -hmm. um, and what ended up happening was they were so stringent on like validating that the customer was real, that like a customer would get sent there and get have to have like a five page form to fill out. And of course, from an end customer, they're like, why, why am I doing yeah. this? I just, I just want to give a testimonial. I want to give a rating and just move on. But yeah. uh, to try to get a higher quality versus, versus uh, G2s and captors, because I think that's what we said. A lot of the problem is the quality over there. It's like meant to confuse people. You're getting yeah. these easy come, easy go short reviews where these other ones that go deeper on reviews, um, you might get five reviews, but maybe their whole angle is to be a more trusted source. Um, but I think those are also companies that are doing very well as well. So it's all in this whole reputation management and search and, you know, yeah. space. So that's that, one I of guess, the models that's trying to plug the different hole that the other ones don't. So Yeah, that is an interesting take on it, like that you pay to have reviews on there and whatnot. Like, I think the whole trust like managing your trust is such a hard thing as soon as money gets involved, right? Because like, it feels like any, it's always going to end up that if you pay more, they'll say that they trust you more kind of thing. Right. Um, at least that's the way it feels from the outside. No, it's all about the incentives. You have to look, read around the dotted line of where the incentives go, right? Like who does it, incentives are going to drive the behaviors regardless. It's like, if you look at G2 and Captera, their incentive is to get more clicks. So confuse people, <laughs> yeah. not to the extent that it's crazy, but to the extent that it's like most people don't know they're being confused and it's they get these clicks and they could be really good at SEO and then really good at PPC and sort of just hope that other people hitch to their wagon for longer and, and you know, and, and they have very prosperous business models. So yeah, yeah crazy and i hate them i hate them <laughs> <laughs> me too I, I i stay far away from them sometimes i'll just click on links from competitors just for fun Ooh, yeah i do that too i think we all do <laughs> all right cool all right see you next week see you next week thanks for joining us today if you enjoyed our podcast please share with a friend we're new to this podcasting thing, and we'd love to hear what you have to say. Tweet us at Searching for SAS on Twitter. That's Searching, the number four, SAS. Or send an email to searchingforsass at gmail.com. See you next week. Bye.